Ho, ho, and what would you like for Christmas, little, uh, uh, large man? Hey, Santa, I'd like to have my mortgage paid for. Ho, ho, uh, not sure the elves can make that happen. Wishing for a Christmas mortgage miracle? Patriot Trading Group wants to make your wish come true. Just enter to win on Family Values Radio website, and you can enjoy your mortgage paid for all of 2020. That's right. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest, where if you win, you'll have all kinds of extra money the entire year for a vacation, new clothes, new giant screen TV with whole home audio, whatever else may be on your wish list, because the winner will receive their mortgage or rent payments covered for all of 2020. To enter, go to Family Values Radio 1010. And click on the banner. Enter once each day to increase your chances to win. And look for bonus entry opportunities. That's FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. And enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. Sponsored by Patriot Trading Group. Contest ends December 20th. See our website for details. Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, and we're rocking and firing from the beautiful, beautiful Deer Valley Air Park Studios. And I hope this finds you well, no matter where you are in this world gone mad. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender. Things that things that you can count on, things that are real, things that don't show up in your mailbox, things that cannot be emailed. You can feel and touch. Very antiquated ideas. Of course, the currency of last resort, according to Fed Chairman, ex-Fed Chairman Alan Greenspan. And you can get some of that by going to allamericangold.com, 24-7, 365, with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable, or you can just call the old-fashioned way. Go 1-800-951-0592. And Wendy out front, hop along Cassidy Wendy, recovering from knee surgery. She's got a scar that runs from her ankle up to her shoulder. Get that thing fixed. <laughs> and I'm Eric Cedarstrom, a hamburger helper. I just do this show a couple days a week. Joe Jaquent, CEO of this great company who runs the show these days, um, is with me. Well, actually, I'm with him. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good to see you. I got the new yeah. headphones on. Yes, we, we have brand new headphones. The music is thumping in, but I can't hear my voice. So I don't know why it is, but... Uh, that always makes it a little more. Little the music harder. came in. We were talking about this. We got the show last week. I'm like, you can't go anywhere. Okay, this town takes. You got to pack a lunch to drive across it. I don't know, Kitty, Kitty Corner, 100 miles, 80 miles. I don't know how big it is. It's pretty big. It's huge. I mean, um, you know, if you drive the side streets, it'll take you all day. The freeways it goes by pretty quick. You can knock it out in a couple hours, but. Uh, we had to get uh, new headphones with RCA jacks. You know, the these are professional quality, and of course you have to you have to get them online. I guess Joe went to Best Buy, and there is no Radio Shacks anymore, which is where we used to get so, them. So I I got uh, some Intel Guitar Center. You can get them there. Okay, that's that's what I Guitar was, Center Guitar Center. Yeah. So those guys they plug in and they. Uh, I guess so they can listen to their their own. They're, mics, they're, right? I guess yeah, they're in their studios or playing their music or whatever it is that they're doing. So the uh, they come in and I and I'm listening to the music and it's like remember when you put your first set of headphones on, you know when you got them and you plugged them into your stereo and you're like whoa. 
when the music started with these on, and I mean, I, I was looking at Joe, I'm like, this is unbelievable. The sound quality is amazing. After a quarter century of radio, and in our head it sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like. So Charlie Brown, wah, 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 uh-huh, wah, wah, Yeah, wah. so I'm like, wow. So you can't get anything anymore. Uh, by the way, this is day seven at my house with no water. The well. Oh, the well. Same issue. You used to be able to get these pumps, you know, these big stainless steel pumps. I found out something I didn't know, though. I thought our well was 800 feet deep. No, 980. <laughs> Whoops. The pump was hanging uh, at 924 feet because they back it up a little. So, yeah, think about that, you people in the Pacific Northwest. Our ranch, our ranch in Washington, we hit water at about seven inches. <laughs> I put a shovel in the ground. Yeah, there you go. We actually have a spring up on the back 40 that uh, has water flowing out of it. But uh, So anyway, that's where I'm at today. Same issue. So uh, used to be able to get the pump in town. Had to be ordered. Of course, I don't know if it's true or not. That's just what they tell you. Maybe it was one of those ones that's got the tariffs on it. So anyway, the uh, Beeman Pump pumping something i don't know dusty beeman good kid good kid does a good job so Are you're you listening saying to... you need to come to my house to take a shower? <laughs> the no shave right. november how about you oh you're shaving i thought all your generation did the no shave november so you know i i've actually done it for the last few i know years i'm really and, surprised so and i don't know it's just it's a lot of work i always had a problem you know growing a beard because hair doesn't grow on steel because we all know that but uh apparently at 60 it, it's coming yeah, i gotta say it's coming it, in it's right? actually true this is the best i've ever seen it. it's only been a week of you know and usually I, if you did it at all it'd be a little splotchy oh and yeah all horrible. That. No, you look great uh, thanks the uh the, the other reason i didn't do the beard thing it's it's all gray now anyway see that's what yeah. i got so i finally could grow one out and uh, it's gray so i don't know we'll see it's more like the wife hates it, you know. <laughs> Save it off. So, I don't even know where to go. There's so much. Let's go. Let's go. The Trump war on the cartels, you know. Ooh, the 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 Mexico thing. Right. So if you didn't hear, I believe it was yesterday, a group of uh, U.S. citizens. They're, they're Mormons. Uh, I believe they were practicing polygamy, but you don't you won't see that in the Drudge Report article. It wasn't there, but in the Salt Lake paper, that's what they were saying was happening. Uh, but they they lived there in Sonora, in, in the state of Sonora, Mexico. Uh, they were traveling in three SUVs, so they're they were traveling. This family uh, was traveling together. One of them. Uh, got a flat tire is how the story goes, and then a drug cartel uh, shot them all up. Well, that uh, that's been going on for a long time. Now they, if you live here in a border state, you know, about ten years ago they told you quit going down there, <laughs> don't take your wife and kids and go down there. Well, people stopped doing it for a long time. People in Minnesota don't know that they just keep going. So. But we'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Rocket and fire, and it's a great day to be alive. Hope this finds you well as it does us. 
Yeah, sure, you betcha. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Rocking and firing here on a beautiful Tuesday, the 5th day of November 2019, the year of our Lord. We were talking about uh, Mexico. Yeah, so... So these people lived there. It they was a, lived there. A Mormon colony. Kind of like... Yeah, there you go. That were fell upon by uh, Mexican they drug They broke down on the side of the road. One of the vehicles had broken down. Uh, the, the story I heard is... They were traveling in these nice SUVs, which in the part of Mexico where they're at, that's the only people that drive nice SUVs are drug drug right. dealers. Right. It's what we call the state of three-legged dogs. Yeah. So yeah, if right. you ever crossed into Mexico. You know, if you're ever you know out in the middle of nowhere and saw all these black SUVs coming at you, right? You know, kind of the same thing. But in Mexico, that doesn't mean the FBI. No, that means uh, drug lords. And they they shot him up, killed a bunch of them. I mean, horrible story. Uh, and now I, I haven't. I've just seen the headlines. Trump's like, "Hey, Mexico, call me. Let's go. Let's We're go. heading down there. Let, let's go down and take care of some business." Apparently, the new president of Mexico, Manuel Labor, he uh, he wants to get rid of them. So yeah, but his policy was hugs, not drugs. Oh, it was. You know, yeah, it was. Hasn't been working very well. <laughs> I don't know. They they got whooped. Uh, I don't know if you saw a few weeks ago. They were going after uh, El Chapo's uh, kids, and they lost. They they captured one of them, and then the brother came with all of his troops and beat the Mexican army and freed his brothers. So. Yeah, they used to. Don't I mean? Don't go down there. That, that all that stuff. The thing, yeah. So much American money went down to Puerto Penasco that you can't even imagine. If you ever went there before, it was just a little fishing village. Now it looks like Newport Beach, one resort after another, high rise resorts. Yes. Yeah, huge and condos and. I mean, it's just crazy, and they keep really quiet the fact that if you break down on the side of the road, this could be your fate. They leave that out. So I'm sure this is going to have pretty good ramifications on resale market of condos in Puerto Penasco. The mayor got shot. They couldn't get any mayors. The mayor got shot a few, I don't know how many years ago. I've lost track of time, but she was a, a, a lady mayor. Right at Lily's. You ever been to Lily's? Right on the, the right there at the the seawall. Right at lunchtime, somebody walked in. You know, bang, she was done. So the drug wars continue. They're huge. You know, I can't imagine that it's over marijuana. Not with with you know everything that's going on here in the states. And nobody wants Mexican anyway. You know, right. you got to get the good <laughs> stuff. That ditch weed. No, you need tie sticks and stuff I like mean, that. You need per- spearmint <laughs> rhino stuff. Right, you know? right. So you know, I can't imagine that's what it is. So it's got to be heroin and, and uh, cocaine, cocaine and heroin. Yeah, generally, yeah. generally uh, brings a little bit tougher crowd to the. Uh, this to is the a paid table. program yeah. and is provided for <laughs> informational purposes only. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Ramon's running the board today, so yeah, yeah, this is Phoenix. So, so anyway, I think we'll just let that one go. Ah, uh, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee ripped Representative Ilhan Omar. Did you see any of that? Did you catch that? I actually that? didn't. I happened to see it. So her her comments on the uh, at the Bernie Sanders rally on Western imperialism. Um, if you're not familiar with that term i looked it up for you oh okay Okay, here is the uh, definition a policy of extending a country's power and influence 
through diplomacy or military force. So which one do you get rid of? <laughs> no more diplomacy? <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. How This could be an elected American official. Now, when you just break it down a little bit, you're like, hmm, what does that say really exactly? That you're trying to take this country and get rid of our military and our diplomacy? That's what it says. Yes, we want this country to shrink. We would like to see, you know, the, the countries the, the, that she originates from actually rise and be more powerful than the United States of America. I mean, that's that's what it says. She proclaimed the socialist senator from Vermont will end Western imperialism. Now, listen, I know, I know I'm a, a right-wing extremist. I know that. I'm so bad that I actually drove a Chrysler Imperial in high school. <laughs> I don't think those are the same thing. I don't think that's it. I'm an imperial guy. I'm an imperialistic type of guy. So, yeah, I did, too. I had one that was so long that, you know, you'd get weather reports from Idaho. <laughs> like, uh, the front of your car's up here. <laughs> You could be like in three states at one time. Once the 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 car went dead at the Jack in the Box drive-in because it smoked so bad, I had to shut it off. So I go to start, and I'm just a high school kid. 1966 Chrysler Imperial LeBaron. I think we paid almost thirty three dollars for it. <laughs> almost. <laughs> I'll never get the guy behind me. It's cars going. Roop, roop. And the guy looks behind me and goes, turn off the lights in the recreation room. <laughs> Just a moment in time. So, anyway, the squad, which uh, Omar is a member, the downright disdain for our country is appalling, according Mike Huckabee. Receiving the endorsement of one of its most outspoken members should be more of a liability to Sanders than an asset. And I got to thinking. You know, Democratic guys, Democrats, moderate Democrats were pro-union. Of course, the unions are pretty much busted. I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm just guessing. I I meant to look it up to see what the membership of the UAW is, and I don't know how big it is. I mean, you know, the Toyotas that get assembled in Tennessee, are they UAW workers? I don't know. They might be. I don't think so. And Mitsubishi's in Illinois, and I don't know. I don't know, but... You know, if you look at, I'm sure if you looked at the sheer numbers of, say, the UAW in Michigan, circa 1973, I mean, this was Jimmy Hoffa-style, Teamster, powerful, powerful stuff. But the unions, you know, a moderate Democrat was pro-union. Now unions are, the government unions are just, the teachers' unions are just full-blown liberals. Full-blown. So I don't think there are any moderates left in the public sector or the public unions but how many moderate democrats i mean if you're if you're a democrat you know there's there's half half republicans half democrats you know you'd be a pro union guy i don't know whatever else you stand for maybe a little higher taxes and uh, more government to help out the poor people but if you're moderate do you think there's any way you could vote for a democrat candidate that wants to get rid of America as we know it, who wants to shut down gasoline cars, wants to, uh, you know, apologize and and turn everything upside down that this country has stood for since the beginning of time. Can you vote for that? 
Now, that being said, look at the Fox poll that came out that Trump's losing or tied to uh, Warren, Elizabeth Warren, you know, the Actually, was it Hannity yeah, yesterday? Yeah, well, you know, Warren and Biden and Hillary, their name will All of them. He's losing or every... tied with all of them. Now, then again, Even though, on Fox. But if you're calling people in California or New York, right, it's not really a true thing because how it works is what about the states that are really important, right? Certain states are always going to vote Democrat no matter what. We know that. You know... It, Elizabeth Warren, free everything, right? Bernie Sanders, free everything. Uh, today, Google. Google's employees are now trying to say, hey, if you guys, they're to, to Google itself, get rid of anybody that has to do with fossil fuels. We, don't support them whatsoever, right? right? Like, how are we supposed to fly places, get to places? they got to be electric right, planes. Right, how are we supposed to make the lights go on? I mean, these people have lost their damn mind. I know, imagine. Imagine electric plane, okay? All right, we're taking off in the 737 from Phoenix, okay? We're on our way to Denver, but we have to land in Flagstaff. Pueblo, Colorado Springs, Denver. <laughs> the solar, the wings are now solar. You got an eight-hour layover at each spot so they can charge the plane. <laughs> we got to wait for this Tesla to get done at the charging station at the Whole Foods so we can plug our plane in. So I don't know what's going to happen, but if you vote Democrat, they're just going to. I really think they'll they'll end up making it a law before the technology is actually in place, sending America back to Cro-Magnon days. I mean. We've seen California, right? Yeah. yeah there's a reason why the whole state's on fire. You know, there's this thing in the industry with these power lines that you can actually insulate them. You could bury them in the ground, right? Sure. Oh, the winds. Oh, well, put them in the ground. Right. But you know what? California's like, oh, no, we don't want to spend money on that. Let's spend money instead on putting up solar panels that what? don't even work when the blackout hits. I mean... This is this is the problem with these people. Well, that's happening here. Even in, in Arizona, we're seeing the Indian reservation coal-fired plants are all being shut down, and they're they're trying to put these tremendous, huge green energy deals. You know, solar doesn't work out here. You'd think it would. The sun is on longer right. here than anywhere. Anywhere, but the problem is, is that the the demand, the load, can't run the refrigerator. The uh, two air conditioners, the swimming pool pump, doesn't work when it's 119 degrees outside. Just doesn't work. Can't keep up. But again, you have all this in the winter here. I mean, you've got all this infrastructure of solar that's supposed to be selling uh, power back to the power companies. And let's face it, it's going in everywhere. If you if you lease solar, though, if you put a lease solar on your house and somebody buys your house, okay, let's say you sell it for 500 grand. Now your 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 power bill is down to nothing, okay, but your lease payment is say 250 a month. So the people can barely qualify. I mean, people buy the most house they possibly can. What they qualify, they stretch it, you know, and they get qualified to buy your house. Unfortunately, they can't close because that $250 a month lease payment <laughs> On the knocks roof, them out. knocks them out. So it really a problem. It's created this big problem wow. in the real estate market. So own solar is different, but the lease solar that's on that roof, and you're responsible for that. So Whoever's whoever that whoever roof, buys it's got to right. pick up that lease. Got to pick that lease up. So so it's really created a big problem. So be careful if you do that. But uh, 
It doesn't work. And I mean, without government subsidies, and you look, all the schools and government buildings and these massive solar programs, but let's face it, it's not designed for cheaper energy. If it was, there wouldn't be a 45% tariff on Chinese solar panels. (laughs) Because America subsidizes all the American-made ones. Just like Boeing airplanes, just like anything in this country. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. So we'll just have to watch it together. You talk about Google. Google, um, in San Francisco, there's more dogs than children. Did you see that this morning? There are more dogs in San Francisco than there are children 18 and under. I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I'm, that makes me happy because... No mush heads. Yeah, I mean, Those San let Francisco the is, is turned into an armpit. See, Microsoft tested a four-day work week and uh, just Fridays, and and productivity went up. Now they want to do a three-day work week. You people, be careful at microwave or Microsoft. You might get down to a zero-day work week. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this: that test was done in Japan. You know, the Japanese work a little bit differently than everybody else. I don't think that actually will work in other places. But I did see that. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, four days work. Oh yeah, and productivity got better. To your point, well, if that's the case, if if four days was better than five, well, three's got to be better. Than that's four, what you would think. Right? Yeah. yeah, we got to try the three day. Let's go to three. I'm in for the two day right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesdays and Thursdays. So you know, I put in thirty, forty, fifty minutes. <laughs> one 800 You'll see the Patriot Radio News Hour. You see the highest pork bellies, the highest amount of pork bellies ever in in meat locker storage in the history of the country today, ever. 48 so. years they've been tracking how much, you know, pork belly. Let's call it what everybody knows it as. That's bacon. Bacon, right. How you do I'm it. I'm so happy. <laughs> I mean... I don't know what they're going to do with it all. That's my favorite line from Grumpy Old Men. I have uh, bacon for breakfast, bacon for lunch, and I usually drink my so, dinner. <laughs> someone forgot to tell them the Chinese only buy the whole hog. They don't just buy, they don't want just the pork belly. Good point. There. Good point. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. At the 74th United Nations General Assembly in New York, President Trump's third speech to the U.N. was a stirring rebuke of globalism. Trump made the compelling case for an end to the push for a borderless world. At the same time, Trump praised the patriots who are giving national sovereignty a voice throughout the world. By focusing on the people within their own countries, leaders around the globe can bring prosperity worldwide while preserving what is cherished about each nation. President Trump didn't pull punches. He said, the future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. The future belongs to sovereign and independent nations who protect their citizens, respect their neighbors, and honor the differences that make each country special and unique. Trump is the first American president to call out the subtle and sinister influence of globalism. He continued in his speech and said this, Globalism exerted a religious pull over past leaders, causing them to ignore their own national interests. 
Trump's speech soundly debunked the lies that globalists have been pushing for years. He explained that one of the harms of globalism is its support of endless wars. Instead, Trump observed the United States has never believed in permanent enemies. Many of America's closest friends today were once our gravest foes. Included in Trump's list of the gravest foes would be England, Germany, and Japan, all of which now are among our closest friends. Globalists want you to think theirs is the path to peace, but exactly the opposite is the truth. National sovereignty is the true path to peace because it brings the assumption that as a nation puts its own citizens first, it can expect to see other nations do the same thing. That means a greater respect for the sovereignty of others. Globalism, on the other hand, calls for one nation meddling in the affairs of other nations, which is the quickest path to war. If the United Nations really wants to step up to the plate as a true international peacekeeping force, it should listen closely to the words of President Trump and foster a culture of national sovereignty for all nations. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. America is safe only when America is strong. Our national defense requires the most modern technology and best trained soldiers, and there should be no social politics or idle threats coming out of Washington. At phyllisschlafly.com, we take this work very seriously. Please visit phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. It's Tuesday already. Thanks for tuning in on this beautiful day in November. Back heated up here again in the Valley of the Sun. Global warming went away for a week, and now it's back again. So, uh, pork bellies, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, Yeah. bacon. Bacon. I I don't know. It it makes no sense to me because you're sitting there, you know, you're hearing about, you know, the African flu wiping out all the herds everywhere but here, apparently. And we got more hogs in storage uh, than we've ever had before. I I would imagine the price of bacon's got to be getting cheaper. Well, they they stockpiled it all because of the terrible swine flu that right. had hit Asia and around the rest of the world, and somehow it's we've been able to. Well, I, I did not read, have it here. So. I did read this article that uh, and that the Chinese won't buy it, so they they just don't they, buy bacon. Well, they yeah they they they'll buy the whole hog, but they won't buy like you know the parts of the hog is. That's just what, you know, one one person, business insider or somebody like that, global economics, that's what they said. Send it all to Eric Cedarstrom, <laughs> Cape Creek, Arizona. Bacon, yeah, bacon. I did a whole thing on bacon, a whole show once, remember? Was I remember fun. when you got banned from bacon. Yeah, yeah it was Lord. cut off completely. Yeah. So I had to go outside the marriage to it, get it. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he called me up early in the morning. Joe, what, what are you having for breakfast? I actually, there's a place up in Dewey, Arizona that's called the Blue Hills Cafe, and I ordered a side of bacon, and I don't know if I was just, the gal was just being nice to me or felt sorry for me. I think I looked bacon deficient. I ordered a side of bacon. I got 11 pieces. I took a picture of it (laughs) and sent it to all my friends. You know, and since we're plugging things, the tab right down here, the old flight line, yeah, that bar, that they serve a, it's called a plate of bacon. Plate of bacon. See? And you get like. 10, Why is there like not a bacon pieces? restaurant? You know, a bacon drive-through. Just you bacon. can get the nine piece, <laughs> the fifteen piece. Now that's a happy meal. <laughs>
with beer. You get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes through the drive-in window, so you can drive around and drinking get, the beer you, while eating yeah, the bacon. You're going to get extra crispy. Right. I mean, right. <laughs> you want bacon with that? Yeah. Yes. I do. <laughs> oh, well. So I had bacon this morning. How about I, that? I will admit to something that I'm, I'm not ashamed of it anymore. Uh, we made the switch to turkey bacon. Three years ago. I hate you. <laughs> and I'm going to say this right now. I kind of like it. How do the turkeys feel? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just saying, I got banned from bacon as well. I was trying to sympathize you. With turkey my, my, bacon. Turkey bacon. You got to buy the right kind, though, and I don't know what the right kind is. Only my wife does. You know, I didn't know that they, that there was such a thing. We have turkeys, wild turkeys on our ranch. They're everywhere. <laughs> so you can apparently make some bacon if out If anybody it. finds out there's bacon in these things. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why they got so much is I stopped eating bacon, and now all of a sudden the warehouses are full. You know, it's weird. I mean, when you're way up there in the middle of nowhere, the what the animals change there never was turkeys ever and then i don't know if the government just lets them go or whatever so then all of a sudden turkeys started showing up so my father-in-law gets one of these solar powered turkey feeders you know they thought it was pretty cool at first so it sits on a tripod you know god rest his soul so he sets it all up puts bird seed in it and the thing goes off every day at like 11 o'clock and it, it just, just drops it yeah no, just it spins like little spinner and throws it in about a 20 foot circle around this tripod so you know and at first it was kind of neat there'd be two or three turkeys would come in and it didn't take long i mean within a month within a month at 10 55 <laughs> about a hundred turkeys started showing up coming over the hill they had, they had a turkey that was in charge of security. Right oh, yeah, there. everything. We're alive. We're and they're alive. all like, what the heck? Is this thing off? They're looking at their watches, you know, like, I hope this thing goes off soon. I got this thing to do, you know, and uh, I got somewhere to be. Turkey poop everywhere. <laughs> I'd put an end to all of that. So It got unplugged. How about this one? You know, the government can't do anything right, and we know that. And, of course, the liberals want to run everything. And, you know, the, the, the health care, Joe and I have been talking about it and Wendy all morning. I'm not even going to go there because, you know, you're just, they're just aching it to the DMV, which is what's happening little by little anyway because of Obamacare. Um, but, you know, like just to do simple services, you know, the government employees are so inept, and I always love, like, the really high-level ones, I'm serving I'm serving. You know, they get yes. uh, the one gal out here got fired. I forget, Senator, working on Senator Cruz, and they have to get lawyers to sue to get their jobs back. You know, I mean, at the same time, they say they're serving. But here's one. You know, you, I, this is just amazing. The Trump, Trump administration now is considering privatizing national park campgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. It wants to add food trucks. Amazon deliveries to campsite, increased Wi-Fi services, and removing senior discounts during peak holiday seasons. <laughs> you guys don't, don't get nothing for you guys. Yeah, we don't care. It's just like Domino's to, will deliver. I mean, it'll be great. It's just like going to the Trump Towers. <laughs> I'm roughing it out there. The heads of the Maine in America Outdoor Recreation Advisory Committee within the Interior Department claim this could make national parks much more appealing to young people because they don't go camping. They ain't hunting. They don't leave the house. 
The, the builders build houses now with no yards because your kids don't play ball in the backyard. You anymore. know what's funny is we got these things. They're called hotels. I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. They have Actually, now they have hotels with tents. So you can go camping at the hotel. The desert experience out there somewhere. So, yeah, it's like, you know, it's called glamping. <laughs> so. yeah, can you imagine you're out there? Well, where are you? Well, I'm in uh, Campground 72. <laughs> Over there at Rosie Lake, can I get a, a large thin crust pepperoni? Yeah, think about that. <laughs> Couple of two liters. That's it. That's what they want to do. So, you know, I don't know. Because nobody goes two to these trucks. things. And they all run, the government runs everything at a loss. They took over the house of ill repute, if you remember, outside of Reno, the Mustang Ranch, and couldn't run it in a profit. <laughs> couldn't make it work. <laughs> Can't make it work. The world's oldest profession. It was been around for that 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 house had been around for fifty years making millionaires. You know what's so funny? <laughs> so I've been waiting to do this. I've been saving it for a few weeks. Do you know one of the fastest growing second jobs in America is? Sugar daddy, sugar baby websites. Come on, what does that mean? Teachers and uh college females. One of the fastest growing. Looking for a rich husband? Not a husband. Oh, boyfriend? Just a, yes, a financial assister, if you will. A sister, a financier. (laughs) Fiance? No, financier. You don't want to call it prostitution because that makes it look bad. But yeah, how about that? Well, Well, that's good because my whole audience is 60 and over. There's hope for all of us, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to know the name of that website. Okay, the blind leads the stupid twice a week here. you got to figure out where you fit in that equation. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back. Support the advertisers. Keep us all going. Yeah, it's good to be king. You're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour. Greg Ullman, God rest his soul. It's great, great, great music. President Donald Trump's longtime accounting firm now must hand over eight years of his tax returns to the New York prosecutors. A U.S. appeals court ruled yesterday in the latest setback for Trump and his tenacious efforts to keep his finances secret. The ruling by the New York-based second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals backed the ability of prosecutors to enforce a subpoena for their returns against the accounting firm Mazars, LLP. With the Republican president now set to appeal it again, the ruling sets the stage for the expected showdown at, you got it, the U.S. Supreme Court, where five to four conservative majority, including two justices appointed by Trump. So I don't think they're ever going to see those. No, I don't think it's going to happen. Would you have to recuse yourself from that if, if you were appointed by the president? Ooh. I mean, hmm. I don't know. That would change my vote then. I mean, yeah. Then you, you, I don't know. So I don't know if you can. Can you recuse yourself, Supreme Court? Eh, I don't like this one. I don't, like don't want to do I'm it. Pass on this. Nah, one. This one's way too hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you better off than you were ten years ago? They used to ask that, or four years ago. Now. 31% of Americans say they are worse off financially. 
than they were at the start of the Donald Trump presidency. Well, now these are all the liberals who did not buy stocks, or B, their parents made them move out. <laughs> I'm going to go with B. B, yep. Well, 35%. They are better off now financially since Trump took office in January 17. According to a poll, the poll also found 45% say Trump's economic, economic policies have helped the U.S. economy. 48% of college-educated men said their fortunes have improved. These are incredible numbers, by the way. You would think, think they'd be that. higher. Huge numbers. I mean, yeah, well. we're spending a trillion and a half dollars more than what we're, we're bringing in as a government. You'd think things would be a lot better. 19% of those saying their financial position was worse because of the debt burden being oh, the most uh, important yeah. factor. 24% of those saying their financial situation had improved cited the amount of personal savings and investments. There you go. Yep. Respondents are most likely to report being somewhat better off. 37% followed by much better or no change at 28. These polls. And again, we talk about polls. It just depends on who you call. I mean, so the, the Fox poll that uh, Hannity was questioning yesterday on the president you know, brings up a valid point. So they hire a liberal company that calls people at home, you know, in uh, Washington, D.C. at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> if you're home at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, you're not working. <laughs> so, you know. And I, I would agree. I've never, I don't think I've ever, if I've gotten called, I've hung up on them, right? Yeah. No, I don't have time for this click. The way they do it anymore, too. God. It's hard to tell whether you're talking to a computer or not anymore. I hate that. I mean, they really are good at fooling you. The first time it got me was my buddy's answering machine, you know. Well, that's what, right. you know, that used to happen, right, when they right. got, they call hello. You, hello. 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 Hey, how are you doing? Are there? Blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry, I can't hear you because <laughs> I'm a machine. God, I mean, you'd get mad. So now they go, they call you by name. Hello, Eric. You go, yeah. And then you can always tell right. there's the, that the delay. Sorry, I haven't called you for a while. So, anyway. So, I don't know, are you better off, the conservative people? I mean, we're all, you know, so happy that the last bastion of American conservatism is in office. What, what, so, about, what about New York City and what's going on with the cops there? What? What's going with, on? With, with, oh, you haven't been here? You know, first they were dumping water on them. Now they're out there. They're egging their cars. They had a big march uh, over the weekend about, uh, you know, rebelling against the, the New York City police and all that stuff. Let me tell you right now, I was a kid when we used to go to New York City, and it was the armpit of armpits. I mean, homeless people everywhere, all the peep shows, the prostitutes, all that, all that's gone. And now they want it back. I, I really do. They want it to be San Francisco. Yeah, crazy. I don't know. Of course, California, they hate the, the firemen and they hate the police officers because they bankrupted all the towns. They're the, you know, so we did an article on that where they flip them off when they go by and one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. How about the farmers? You know the trade thing has hurt them. You got crops and prices that are at depression levels. Some of them, but they did a story now. Forty percent of all farm income is coming from the taxpayer in government aid. I guess that they've just stepped up these programs where it's just becoming omnipotent 
across the, the and, America's and, farms. And farm bankruptcies. There was an article out just, uh, I want to say, uh, I think it was Friday of last week, up 24% year over year. Yeah, well, 40% of it is from... Yeah, I didn't get enough government aid. My father-in-law wouldn't allow them up on the ranch. So, you know, he said, once you, you, you can't... Once, once you're, you're on accept it, you can't one, get off. Right, well, once, food stamps a great example. Right, once you're on it, you open up the doors. They have complete access. Once you take a check... They they have access. They you know well you take one, you, this this all comes with it. That used to be the the old patriot mantra. If you're going to check out, you couldn't have a driver's license. You had to make your own license plate. Asked Timothy McVeigh. Uh, then you have to uh, you couldn't use the post office. That's right. Because yeah. once you to accepted be a one, citizen. right? Once yeah. you accepted one, then you accept it all. So which is contract law, by the way. But then they found out that if you get out of the system, you don't get a check. <laughs> so the license plate went right back on the car so you can drive down and get your check. You're listening to, well, you never know what, Patriot Radio News Hour. It's a great day here in the Valley of the Sun, man, and I hope this finds you well. It is just a stunning, stunning day to be alive. Unless you're the McDonald's CEO. He had a little problem with the deep fat fryer. Don't worry, though. She got fired, too. We'll be back. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Eric Cedarstrom sitting in with Joe Jaquant, the CEO of Patriot Trading Group. I do this because, well, I like doing it. Dow's up 18% for the year, and uh, a lot of people are and uh, market analysts are citing that it's definitely not in earnings. It's, there's this little thing going on called Fed intervention that uh, they just outright are the plunge protection team, we used to call it. And before that, it was called the ESF, the Economic Stabilization Fund. So now it's just Fed intervention. Oh, yeah, it's just right out in the open. <laughs> let's, not, let's not even hide it anymore. Let's open the Fed window. Uh, the Fed's balance sheet, they, they released it yesterday. Back above four trillion, so they pretty much almost taken away most of the selling off of the balance sheet. You know, you think about here we are. We're coming towards the end of 2019. At the beginning of 2019, the Fed was going to sell 1.5 trillion dollars worth of their balance sheet off. They were going to raise rates to three percent, right? And everything was going to be wonderful. By the end of the year. Uh, the balance sheet show off is now turned into what? Hey, we got to we got to blow this thing up, right? Back above four trillion. Three interest rate cuts. <laughs> Three interest rate cuts, and everyone's wondering if there's going to be a fourth. We've had to reopen the Fed window, right? And we've had to, the repo market seized up, and 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 all of those things. And it's just an example of what's happened here. And and yet the market's up. 18%. If you would tell that in context, most people say, oh, man, stock market's got to be getting hammered. Just the opposite. That's crazy, isn't it? So, Just the opposite. Well, you got your tax dollars at work. <laughs> Remember they used to put those signs? You drive your through. Tax yeah, dollars, your tax dollars. They don't do that anymore. No. Because you know now, now, now it's just vote for the bond override. The entire generation thinks all this stuff is free. They want it free. They want it free. You know, and let's face it, the accounting, I don't think the money's real anymore anyway. So... It isn't. So it's just, you know, electronic credits created at thin air. Well, over the weekend, the, the debt went up almost, what, $80 billion just over the weekend. By the way, look up the Harry Figgy hockey, hockey stick. I looked it up. 
He was way conservative. <laughs> it's much worse than that. Uh, it's like guys, says, think it's gonna be a hot summer, Eric. I go, uh, uh-uh, uh, it's gonna be much worse than that. <laughs> anyway, car sales. Wow, what's happened there? That's one they Down. they need to get some Fed intervention in there. We so. need uh, we need zero percent back. In a big way, car sales were down three and a half percent, but the Dow was mixed today. Uh, Dow's up thirty, the S and P's down a little bit, Nasdaq's up seven. The big news of the day again for like the twelve hundredth day this year: trade news talks, uh, progress being made. Uh, everybody's gonna kiss and make up. Gold's down almost thirty bucks today. Great day to buy. Buy this pullback fourteen eighty three. Silver. Uh, down 50 cents at $17.50 to the ounce. A good time. I love it. When silver makes these big drops, that's when you want to buy it. So if you're a silver guy, uh, today's a great day. U.S. Silver Eagles down to 425 bucks. Uh, that's $15 less than it was yesterday at 800 951 uh, Any last words? Any last words? I didn't do it. (laughs) What do you? I always figured that would be my last. That's it. (laughs) Wasn't me. The next thing I would hear, ready, aim. (laughs) Anyway, God bless everybody. You guys have a great day. Go out there and uh, take on the world with a smile on your face, a spring on your step, and walk on the sunny side of the street, and I'll see you Thursday. Bye now.